Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, we are going to talk about the future of facility-based care. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16-hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Site, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right. At the beginning of the year, I talked about having your points of view around certain things for certain futures that are going to happen in healthcare. An example of a point of view might be, what is the future of facility-based care? And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, how much care is going to be delivered in on the campus, on the health system campus, and how much is going to be delivered outside of the health system campus? And I think it's important to really understand that. You have to know the, the current business model that you're operating in, but you also have to have a picture of what the future business model that you're going to be operating in, right? So you got to be able to build the technology platforms that enable the future business. Why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because Amazon is in the process of acquiring One Medical. And as soon as that was announced and it's in process of happening, CVS came out and said, announced their intentions to acquire Signify Health. And, you know, that was a, a pretty interesting deal. Let me give you some of the stuff that Signify Health so Signify Health, value-based care, organization. Well, actually, this, let me just give you some of the stuff right from their website. S Signify Health, connecting a fragmented system. We have a platform and infrastructure to connect payers to providers and providers to each other while sharing risk for outcomes. All right, there's your value-based aspect of it. Engaging people wherever they are. Our reach into the home community and cross sites of care enable holistic support of individuals lessening dependence on facility-centric care and preventing adverse events. You hear that in the middle, lessening dependence on facility-centric care. All right, they go on and talk about uh, some of the other things they're doing, improving outcomes with insights. Our robust analytics enables us to focus resources where and when they are needed, from identifying patients to driving interventions across sites of care. And finally, expanding access to value-based programs. We are aligning financial incentives around health outcomes and expanding access to value-based programs among existing and new healthcare constituents. All right, so why is that important? So CVS, as a result of, I believe as a result, they may have been in talks around this prior to that, to, to the Amazon One Medical, but it happened after, so it's after, therefore, because of post hoc ergo propter hoc for any of you West Wing fans out there. Anyway, so CVS announces their intention to pursue Signify Health, and lo and behold, Amazon makes an offer on Signify Health, and United Healthcare makes an offer on Signify Health. And so as I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, man, an awful lot of people are making a bet here. And the bet, by the way, is a is a six to $8 billion bet that value-based care and the future of care 
being delivered outside of the current campus-based facility systems is the future that we are going to see. And these are three of the main players that are doing this. Obviously, there's others. Walmart is uh, playing in this space, Walgreens and, and, and others for that matter. But you have three main players going after Signify Health, and they are saying, hey, we believe the future of facility-based care is, is outside of the health system. So as you know, on Mondays, I like to put a poll together. I put a five-day poll together for this. So you still have an opportunity to go out, find my LinkedIn page. Uh, if we're not connected, go ahead and do a uh, connection request and uh, respond, to the, uh, respond to the poll. So here's the poll. What percentage of care currently delivered at hospital facilities will be delivered at alternative locations in five years? All right. So that's the poll I put out there. And I have to admit, I'm really kind of surprised. It's been out there for nine hours. We've got about 100 votes. And greater than 65% of people believe that over 10% of care is going to transfer. 10% of care that's currently happening on health system campuses, health system facilities, is going to transfer out of those facilities. All right, I gave four options, less than 1%, around 5%, around 10%, and greater than 10%. And far and away, the number one answer is greater than 10%. Now, I don't know if that's going to be true or not, but it's a significant question that we need to answer, right? And so this is why I talk about what's your point of view on the future of facility-based care. Because if 10% of the care that's currently happening in your hospitals moves off-site, that's okay as long as you've, you're figuring out a way to deliver that care. But if 10% of that care moves off-site and it moves into another organization, this is what we mean by death by a thousand cuts. It's, you know, radiology or imaging in general is moving somewhat out of the off the campus. Then you have surgeries moving off the campus, and now you have additional types of services, chronic conditions, potentially age in place and those kind of things moving out of the campus. And so if that trend continues, it's not that any one of those is the death knell to a health system, but it's death by a thousand cuts. You know, one cut, not a problem. Many cuts, you, you start to feel it. So the question becomes, if that, if this is the future, Let's just assume that the future is 10%. By the way, you need to determine what you think that number is. Is it less than 1%? Because if it's less than 1%, full steam ahead, you know, keep doing what you're doing. If it's uh, around 5%, that might be something worth looking at. But if it's around 10% or 10% or greater, it's something that you need to have a strategy for. And so let's go back to technology and talk about technology. What do you need in order to start delivering care outside of your four walls, outside of your campus? And the answer is you need a platform, all right? You need a platform that you can connect devices anywhere that there is an internet connection. That could be 5G, could be 4G, could be, you know, local access in people's homes, whatever it is. You need the ability to deploy those devices. So do you have the wherewithal to deploy devices into people's homes and support those devices, right? So you think it's no big deal that you put a device, gave somebody a device and they take it home, but invariably they're gonna need support. They're gonna mess it up. They're not gonna be able to give the devices. We're gonna to have to look at alternate devices that we're putting into the home. Devices that can identify social determinants information are devices that can ask additional questions to censor uh, data that's coming in and it can identify, hey, there's some other questions that we should ask. 
if you're going to rely on people asking all of those questions, you're just going to increase the, the cost of delivering the care. And quite frankly, we don't have enough of those people today. And even if we were doing that, we need a platform that can take all the analytics and turn it into insights and deliver that to the care providers so that they can just do it. And by the way, also have the workflows. They can do it within their workflow and they can also provide the highest level of care that they, they can. But at the end of the day, you're going to want an awful lot of this to be automated and an awful lot of this to be generated insights that get into the hands of the clinician. So that's why we talk about points of view. Points of view matter. What percentage of care currently delivered in the hospital facilities will be delivered at alternative locations in five years? Again, that polls out there under my LinkedIn. Go ahead out there, find me. If we're not connected, let's connect. If, if you haven't responded to the poll, I'd love to have you do that because I'd love to see what your perspective is. And also, you know, ask your leadership. If, if you're a frontline person and you're curious, ask your leadership that specific question. What percentage of care currently delivered at the hospital facilities will be delivered at alternative locations in five years? That's a question every leadership team should have their finger on the pulse of. I think organizations that are in the payer provider world today that are that are straddling that, the United Healthcare's, the Intermountains, the UPMC's, the Sharps, and, and there's others, but essentially those players are going to be fine because they're getting first dollar and they can be effective because they are getting money that first dollar they're able to be effective all the way through all the way through the uh, supply chain for lack of a better term those that are are either on one end only or the other end only of that equation they're going to be beholden to to the other end of of that equation and people are going to have decisions to make and options as they pursue their care with some of these new players that are coming into the market. All right, that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. We'd love for you to forward them a note and say, hey, subscribe to thisweekhealth.com. And uh, it's a podcast I listen to. The Newsday, the Newsroom episodes are phenomenal. The conference episodes, great interviews going on uh, as we speak as well as the uh, community channel, which has our IT town hall. The, the hosts that I've gotten for that are just a- exceptional and they are interviewing some great, some great candidates and they are giving us some great insights into what's going on in healthcare. So subscribe, let people know about it. Love to, uh, love to continue to produce this content for the industry so that we can propel healthcare forward. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.